Hey, shout out to my highlights. Oh, what another happy Friday here in this March month. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know how my bracket's doing because we're recording this way ahead of time, but it's probably not doing very well. Hey, folks, welcome to the Documenteer Showdies episode. Here with my man, Drew. March Madness for Showdies. That means we're talking about a uh, college basketball shorty? No. No, not this time. Let's bring the lights down a little bit because we're going to talk about one of the worst sports in- in- injuries in the history of sports. He watched the ESPN short Cutthroat by Stephen Cantor. And that's about a man named Clint Malarchuk. Tell us who this guy is. Again, with the shorties episodes, I'm trying to figure out what they're going to be about just based on the title, which is kind of fun for me. I'm going to know most of these sports stories. So you see it like, okay, which is this going to be? Is it a Cutthroat? Is it going to be some pool shark or some gambling story? <laughs> you, didn't liter- it, you didn't literalize this enough. I did not until uh, I saw the name flash on the screen right away. It said Clint Mallerchuk, and I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> And it said there there is a warning for graphic images. You're like, ah, yeah, yeah. know where this was going. And then it doubled down on that with a little flash screen that said he was an NHL goalie for 11 seasons, but he's best known for a horrific injury. <laughs> like, yeah, that was already my reaction. Like, oh, God, Clint Mellichuk. Yep, this is what's happening. But then we got straight into a uh, a weird little reenactment of somebody playing goalie. While he talked about his minor league days, young Clint Mallerchuk working real hard and practicing. He had OCD, which is not uncommon amongst successful goaltenders. He had 141 wins in his career, and in 87, he led the league in shutouts. He was an all-star. Yeah, he was good. But yeah, that's not what we can think about. <laughs> no, no. And uh, after, uh, and if you guys see this short, you can also see this happen directly if you look it up. If you put Clint Mallerchuk in a Google search, this is going to be the first thing that pops up. And you can't unsee it when you see it. So a little gore discretion is advised on this. It really is possibly the most horrific sports injury of all time. And there's been, I don't want to (laughs) get into some type of measuring contest here with people who've died on a basketball court, literally, which we've seen in some of our other 30 for 30 episodes. As it goes as visceral graphic imagery, there's nothing worse than this one. 1989. Who Who is he playing? I forgot to write that down. He's playing for the Buffalo Sabres. Some players crash the net. It's not an unusual thing to happen in, in a hockey game. But something happens. Uh, Clint describes how he's instinctively trying to avoid the skate. But the way he bends his head, it exposes his throat. You know, I see skate, you, you move. And I expose my whole whole, uh, whole neck. And that, that, uh, that skate just... Up my neck and into the Buffalo zone of Mahar goes to the corner of the pass and oh wow Have a watch Malarchuk oh my god oh please take the camera oh, off and don't geez. even bring it over there please oh my god oh my, oh my god what happened and it's a freak accident no one's trying to do this no one would ever wish this on anybody it was his own teammate's skate that caught him it wasn't even the, right. the player on the other team they have Clint Malarchuk telling the story as they show this video and he's blinking constantly you can tell trying to get the water out of it. and then he breaks down just trying to tell this story this many years on I said Rip call my mom tell her I love her 
he's a big old stoke tubby guy and he had hands like I, I'll never forget his hands but it's so crazy because it happens so fast they play it at full speed and you don't really see anything happen you just see these players crash into the net and then you see Please. oh my god buckets of blood pouring out on the literally, ice literally it's spraying like a fountain out of his neck and you can hear the announcers like oh god please take the camera off but don't even bring it over there Drew I made you uh you never used it but I made you a walk it off theme. Remember? I do you remember it? I utilized other sounds and clips, but one of the clips that you, you hear used a bunch of clips. That's so unlike me. And I understand why you never used it. Maybe I'll actually play it at the end of this shorties episode. Yeah, I still have it. Where one of the clips of them going, "Oh God, take the camera off! Take the camera off!" That is a clip from announcers watching Clint Mallerchuk spray blood out of his neck. Yeah, it's not exactly the intro I want for a nice, fun sports talk show on the radio weekly, but uh, I I like where your head's at. I kind of like the hard luck vibe. (laughs) You see it again in slow-mo, and even in slow motion, it's hard to see what exactly happens. The skate blade just comes up. As he said, he instinctively tries to go away from it, but that just raises up that protection, and the skate catches him. They said he was operated on all night on his neck, his throat, his His jugular. His pussy and his crack. My back, lick my puss and my crack. and carotid artery. He lost nearly a third of the blood in his body. God, you God. And he knew it. He knew when it happened that his jugular was cut. And he says, everybody knows about this from movies, that you have only minutes to live if your yeah. jugular gets caught. He's holding it. He's holding his own neck, trying to keep his own blood in his body as a trainer skates off him. But he say that this trainer was new, or he was new to the team, so he didn't really know the guy very well. Yeah. And he's just trying to say, like, tell my mom I love her because I'm sure I'm going to die. Yeah. This is crazy stuff. If the skate cut a quarter of an inch deeper, he would have died instantly, they say. Yeah. Completely severing his jugular, likely. Instead, he leaves the hospital the next day, and he plays again. 11 days later. 11 days later. The doctors told him to take the season off, but he's got this OCD. He's got something to prove. Hockey players are tough. That's the hockey player yeah. standard. We're tough. I'm going to come back and play, but it's hard to say just how how horrifying that injury was. Please. Oh my God. And hearing it in his own words, breaking down as he tries to say it, to say stuff that we didn't know about this story, watching the highlights about, you know, the... The equipment trainer trying to save his life, the, the physicians. Now, definitely Clint came back too fast because we established he has OCD. And also, especially after this, his depressive tendencies went into overdrive. And it was a downward spiral of his hockey career at that point. They show that uh, Zednik, he suffered an injury that was not too dissimilar. No, he got his throat cut in the game too, bleeding all over the ice. But he was a skater, not the goalie. He took the doctor's advice took the rest of the season off, and then came back and had a a very successful professional career. While Malerchuk, he comes back 11 days later. They show clips of his performances suffering. He's freaking out in a tunnel after a game, smashing his stick up. But he said his nickname was the Cowboy. He had to be tough. But this was the end of his career, as he says it. He was just in this downward spiral of depression. He reached, reached to a ranch in 2008. Yeah. And just 
disappears from the public eye. Becomes a big alcoholic, uh, suicidal tendencies. He discusses how he can't stand being in his head. And this is shit that he's dealing with. I assume he's still around today. I'm not sure. Yeah. But this is shit that he's dealing with to this day. We're well past his NHL career at this point. Oh, he has a breakdown on his ranch eventually. And his wife finds him sitting behind the barn with a rifle. He started saying, I, I, I can't live like this. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and then just all of a sudden, he grabbed the rifle and just said, this is what I want to do. I can't stand being in my head. The dude shot himself. I shot myself. The next thing I know, that gun was going off. There was blood coming out of his nose. And, and he looked at me and said, see what you made me do. Jesus Ooh. Christ. This is heavy. This is a very heavy short documentary. Yeah. And obviously it's all, he had said it as well. It's all in his head. He was very drunk. He couldn't stop drinking to try to get a little bit of relief. But the bullet doesn't kill him, but it does break his chin, his eye socket, and lodges permanently in his head. It pretty much shatters bits of his face. And yeah, he fucking survived. This dude is a survivor. He's such a good survivor. Even when he doesn't want to survive, he survives. That's how good a survivor Clint Mallerchuk is. 20 years after the incident, he finally checks himself in for treatment. For a six months in-house treatment. And they say, yes, you have the OCD, you have the depression, and you also have this untreated PTSD from almost dying in front of a national TV audience. Right. Which you look at that and you say, oh yeah, the, the PTSD, that is something that would give you that. <laughs> he didn't even know. Uh, everyone he... got fucking PTSD watching that shit. Oh my god. It's very vivid in my head. Like, I could just see it. Clear as day. And they contrast that with Richard Zednick, who you said earlier, who took the year off of hockey after he had his injury, who got counseling right away. No, no, it's inside his head. But from all outward appearances, he seemed to be okay afterwards. He did. He took all the right avenues to manage what he went through. And Mallerchuk now is a speaker, on an inspirational speaker on mental illness and the importance of getting treatment, even if it's something that seems sort of innocuous like OCD. Getting counseling, getting treatment, getting help when you need it instead of trying to self-medicate with alcohol like is so, so common. And he's the goalie coach for the Calgary Flames. Yeah, so nobody's perfect. So he's back. <laughs> Okay. But this is a heavy story. Obviously, I knew the injury, the on-ice portion of the Clint Mallerchuk story. And as they said it so effectively earlier, he had a great, long NHL career. But this is what you remember when you hear that Yeah, name. It immediately comes to mind. I did not know that whole story of his post-career, and that is... The next slashing might not even be the most impressive thing he survived. That's wild. What came dude. after that? Where he spiraled out of after that incident happened. In, again, in front of everybody's eyes. Still to this day, it's a popular YouTube clip. Please take the camera off and don't even bring it over there. You can't unsee it. This one is not not as much laughs as our last week's uh, Pete Rose here now. Though uh, so maybe we laugh too much at it. That obviously, was also very sad. <laughs> Pete has some problems. It's good to hear that Clint Mallerchuk has finally found a way to deal with his. And and hopefully he apologized to his wife for that incredibly shitty way he yeah, tried to go out. Yeah, I, I really hope so. She might deserve a payout for that <laughs> shit. 
But yeah, man, post-career don't seem to be going too good for our people in these shorties episodes. I know. You know what, though? It seems like Malachuk's got a lot of it together. I know, you know, you don't just suddenly stop becoming a depressive or obsessive compulsive. It's something you got to deal with all your life. But it's good to know he's out there and has a career. He was a good goalie in his prime. So this documentary in this short time took us to such dark places, but then has that silver lining at the end that now he's trying to help people not go through the places that he needed to go through before he made his way to the other side. So, yeah, while this could be one of the darkest shorties we watch, uh, I think it does end in a bright place. So and that's a good thing. Now, Drew, we don't rate short documentaries in uh, Stars or Herzogs. Baby Herzogs, baby. You give this one through three Baby Herzogs. I give this one through three Baby Herzogs. We'll combine this like an emergency room. Ooh, I gotta be careful here. Anyway, <laughs> we'll just put them together for best out of six baby hurt songs. Drew, what do you give this one? I don't Cut think throat. there can be any baby hurt songs on this one. It had a graphic image warning. No children. Let's see. Um Don't show your babies this. Well, this can be our second barely legal hurt song. Because <laughs> they gotta be young. <laughs> So we're going to go barely legal. <laughs> a barely hurt legal Herzog definitely knows enough to click yes on RUAT yes. on a YouTube video. Like barely legal, like just turned the other day, like 18. Because <laughs> we were all about following the rules here at Documenteers. <laughs> you don't want to break any of those laws that it would have terrible consequences like clicking yes if you're not actually yeah. 18. On a video on the internet? You, God. I'm always honest. (laughs) I know nobody has ever done something that horrible. Oh my God. And instead just, you know, just drinks enough to make sure it's okay. How many Barely Legal Herd songs do you give Cutthroat by Stephen Cantor? (sighs) All right. Well, since we took the babies out of this episode, and now that we know everything is legal and on the up and up, I think all the Barely Legal Herd songs should be able to watch this. Oh, yeah. So, all three of you barely legal Herzogs, get on in here, watch this uplifting and inspiring, although not exactly cheery, (laughs) story about the most horrific injury, visually, in sports history, and hear this pretty incredible story afterwards that doesn't get told the way it should. Yeah. So, that's, that's the point of these episodes. That's why I think 30 for 30s do so effectively. And props to Steve Cantor. You did all of that amazing job of telling the story behind the story of a, a famous sports moment that everybody knows already. But breaking it down and letting it, everybody into the repercussions from what we already know and what happens behind the scenes. In just a shorties episode. Shorties! Shorties. Hey, shout out to you. All three of you barely legals. We got it. Couldn't have put it better myself. I'm also going to give it three Barely Legal Herzogs. And we're going to combine all of those Barely Legal Herzogs into one webcam where they're like sucking and fucking each other. Graphic image warning. For six out of six Barely Legal Herzogs. I found the greatest love of all inside of me. Going to want to bookmark that. Drag it into a file that you got on locks. Don't tell your wife or significant other the password, because this is a good one. Cutthroat by Stephen Cantor. Six out of six barely legal Herzogs. Anything else you want to say before we go, Drewskis? Uh, try not to lose a third of the blood in your body. Great Seems ad- like it's not really good for you. Great advice. And also, a little advice to you. 
Keep on docking. Oh, I hope beat me. He's a big old stout, tubby guy, and he had hands like, I, I'll never forget his hands. Stubby bananas. Get that. Get that.